you look at space and, and know how to organize. Um, if you look around and watch someone cook in their kitchen, you see how the space evolves and how they're reaching for things. Um, and what items are you using while you're cooking in your space? And, and what time of day are you using? Um, organizing, therefore, after you're looking at those things and you reorganize, organizing creates fewer steps and fewer thoughts. Hi, I'm Jenny Rogers, and this is the Organizing and Beyond Podcast. We will talk about how to tackle your stuff to make your life exactly what you want. I get deeper into the podcast episode, I will start to map out how to approach your homes. Um, I lay out steps and how you follow those steps and you can apply to your stuff, but be careful, um, specifically moms. This does not give you the excuse to get frustrated at your kids and your spouses. Um, I'm hoping that I can give you the excuse to gain leadership in some of the choices you make with your stuff and empower you in those choices you do make in that they are the correct ones. And your family will follow you. They will feel the stress lift off your home. They can get more quality time and they will then follow your leadership you have by starting with your own stuff first. So here we go. I often hear professional organizing has to do with cleaning. Um, While that's true, I see it just a little bit differently. Um, Organizing is a way to make cleaning much, much easier. Looking back at how I started to organize um, early in 2009, um, it was way more of a hobby for me. And when I realized it was the hobby, that's when I realized I'm a little bit different, right? And when you talk about being an entrepreneur, you really got to tap into what like makes your soul sinks, sing. So um, organizing makes my soul sing. I like a nerd, read tons of books, um, talks with lots of peers, and really, they they started hiring me to come organize their home because of how I was reacting um, with my work environment and how I was kind of shifting things around. And so I had my employees saying, hey, I need my craft room to be organized. And instead of being revolted, like usually people are, I was like, uh, yeah, make some coffee, I'm coming over. Um, so that was back in 2009 and, but I actually started organizing and beyond in 2020, right before, um, the COVID pandemic started like to unfold. Um, I get asked all the time how I can specifically look at a space and know how to organize it. I find my experience self-explaining how I come up with my solutions is really just watching how people exist in their environments. Um, If you watch someone cook in their kitchen, you see how they move around. What moves you make in cooking in a space makes it easier, right? Fewer steps, less thoughts, right? Everything's organized and clear. You know exactly where to go. I approach organizing to support everybody's movements and thoughts. 
as I meet with more people, I've come up with questions you can ask yourself. Um, ask yourself if this stuff is clutter, right? Um, can you use every piece of furniture that's located within your home? Can you use your table during mealtime or your couch is easy to relax on, right? You don't need to move that pile of laundry that's been there for days and days. Is your bathroom counter used for all the tasks it takes to get ready in your morning? Do you have the space within your bathroom counter? So professional organizing is utilizing the space within your home to maximize the stuff that you have in there. But the stuff that's in there is if, if it's usable. I love advocating for people who want an organized home but don't know how to get there. So when I work with people, it's really one-on-one -on, -one on um, my intuition and that feedback that I get back. And then we pivot and we try to make it work. Um, it's really good habit to become, like if you wanna be really organized, to be spatially aware of where the furniture's placed within a room. Um, what are the piles, right? It's, it's very common for somebody to start to walk by a pile within their home day after day after day. And what happens are, what happens is like you get blinders are put on and you no longer actually consciously think about those piles. So as we sort it, as we sort through stuff, I walk into an environment, probably never have been in there before. My head clicks and says, oh, there's a pile where your head is like, I know that pile's been there forever, but I've completely organized it. So I am mapping things out and I notice the like, quote, noise, unquote, that that stuff is creating. So we can just start to unload the heaviness off right? It's almost a rising um, of the weight on your shoulders. Like you just start to relax a lot more. And I have visually seen that over and over after we organize a space, just how light and airy that space feels. The only guilt usually people have when we organize or that feeling of guilt comes up is what to do with the unusable stuff. And it almost paralyzes. So 85% um, of my organizing with people is making sure they follow through with what they want to do with um, the unusable stuff. That that guilt can be almost freezing and, and that pile that needs to go outside of your home will stay there for a very, very long time. So um, that's where you can get into trouble, um, that follow through at the very end. It can completely just demolish any work that we had worked together. Um, it can completely just topple that over if you're not getting rid of that stuff. Um, you can donate it, please donate it. I've have done some fundraisers. Um, you can have garage sales, those are very time consuming, but I've helped a lot of people do garage sales. You can hand it down to family members. There are so many options. Um, you just to make need to make sure that you follow through on them. I often spend most of my organizing, um, probably again, like, 60% of the time is finding a home for that stuff. And so 
if you're feeling like frozen from that task of having to get rid of stuff, just so you know, I feel that too, but I know what that feeling is of having all that stuff go away. Like it's so freeing um, when I drive away with the trunk full of stuff and you don't have to worry about it anymore. <clears throat> so organizing is really just figuring out how to maximize your space and make sure that you can live your life just exactly the way you want. So before um, we even start organizing, real quick before I sign off my first podcast, um, the kind of like people cringe at it, um, do three days of journaling. Um, write down the tasks that you do from when you wake up to go to bed, just so that way your brain can have that awareness of what do I actually do in my days. So when we go to make hard decisions on that stuff, you can then see, does that support my days, right? Does it support what I do on the weekends? Does it support me on a work day? You know, if it's not supporting you, then we can go further down the road and decide if you want to keep something or or. Um, give it away. Those hard questions will be clearer and clearer and easier to make as we make them. And anything that doesn't serve your actions in your days can go. Um, if it does serve a purpose, then you keep it. Um, there's no rules in decorating or organizing. The only rule I have is really that you must enjoy your things that you're keeping around you and then get rid of the extra crap. Um, don't live in guilt and keep stuff. That can kill a spirit, right? Set your shoulders free um, and your thoughts directed towards your life goals, right? Right. So I hope you join me in the podcast to follow. I will be um, bringing them out weekly every Monday and I will continue to inspire you. Join me next week for my second episode making hard decisions about what to keep. I always giggle at my crazy collection of salt and pepper shakers. We use actual disposable ones when it comes to eating food. Um, but I have this collection of salt and pepper shakers. And again, I always talk about and advocating for keeping stuff that you're actually using. Well, I don't use these salt and pepper shakers, but Here's the reasoning of why I keep them is I actually got them from when my grandmother passed away and they lived on her wall in her dining room. So I asked if I can just scoop them up. I loved them when I was a kid and I used to actually buy her salt and pepper shakers. So I got the ones that I bought her plus all of her extra ones from all the places that she's traveled. Um, there are salt and pepper shakers from places I've even never been to. And so I put them on my kitchen wall. So even though I'm not actually specifically using them, they bring a usability in my spirit. And I can look at my salt and pepper shakers and think I have never been to Sedona, Arizona. However, they are for my grandma and um, I'm going to keep them because they make me smile.